Warning, the stories you're about to hear are detailed accounts of shenanigans, pranks, and some mistakes that are meant to replicate the sort of discussions that veterans have when they reunite over a cold beverage and do not depict the professional daily actions of the military at large. We hope to make you laugh, but not to disrespect our proud men and women in uniform. Listener discretion is advised. Campbell Comedy, we got ourselves a bonus sode, so do all the things, like, share, subscribe, and give the notification bell a little tap while you're at it. Okay, let's jump into the show. I am your host, Aaron Wolf. Joining us today is Call Sign Sparrow and Call Sign Cheeks. Guys, thanks for coming in and doing the show today. Hey, I appreciate being here as always. Remember, folks, spread cheeks, not hate. Fuck yeah. We Absolutely. don't spread hate on the show. Absolutely love being here. Thank you for having me. Fuck yeah, man. Well, we got a little bit of a... Uh, variation of the show today so um we had a bit of a brainstorm we noticed as we were interviewing different veterans for their stories that there were certain military personalities that were responsible for a lot of different stories and situations and not everybody had you know a story that was necessarily worthy of being featured on the show but when you heard all these things like back to back to back it was really interesting to hear about these people's personalities so we're doing a bit of a a variant of the show and we're just going to feature unique military personalities and i understand that you guys have a very unique military personality that you'd like to uh discuss today we do yeah sparrow and i uh we served with a guy he's a a crusty old bastard you want to describe this man yeah yeah just one of those iconic type people where he just has one of those mannerisms that everyone knows and it's a absolute love yes but in the moment sometimes you're just like oh man it's that nco that's always on your back and you're like i'm not even doing anything wrong right now (laughs) yes but it's all out of teaching you the right thing right yeah no matter what even when you're already doing it yeah he he become he became like a mentor to me at least when i served with him and he he was a crusty old bastard but in the best kind of way so i think we're gonna call him cob for (laughs) crusty old bastard is that how about that i i love it okay I'm going to call you fucking birdbath to disrespect you instead of Sparrow. (laughs) That's not spreading love. You're right. I'm sorry. No, I'm going to spread some cheeks later. (laughs) Hell yeah. Oh, man. But this guy does. He really just has a lasting influence on you. Okay. Even when I didn't even work with him that much. Okay. Wow. Well, I can't wait to hear more. So, so you guys, so just to set the table here, you guys both worked with him on and off probably, what did you guys say about more than a decade ago? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, if, if you guys are still talking about him over 10 years later, he had to have had some kind of a good impact. Yeah, I shared the show with him as well, and he said he loved it. So awesome. I haven't told him yet that we're, we're doing this, so I'm super <laughs> excited to when this show launches to let him know because it's all for endearment and love. It's a good way to honor somebody that you looked up to when yes. you, and you served with that had a good impact on you and was a good influence. Yeah, so to give you this is a guy you need like an image of you know what i mean like what he yeah. looks like he was what, what do you think like six one six two it, at least i mean always just seems so towering just because one and just his build the the broad shoulders yeah and just just overall big guy yeah big old belly too he had that big old country belly <laughs> and uh the way the way i describe him is it, it looks like a caterpillar crawled across his face and just fell asleep like a big fuzzy caterpillar just fell asleep on his upper lip because he had this heroic mustache and i loved it fuck yeah yes 
Yes. And when he would talk, he had this like deep, raspy voice. So anytime <laughs> I want you to picture me with my finger over my 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 upper lip, because right. every time I, I impersonate him, <laughs> this is how I do it. I put my finger on my upper lip and he's like, listen, uh, and he'd always call you partner. I'm like, all right, partner, uh, this is uh, this is what we're going to do today. All right. <laughs> and that was what he sounded like. And it was it was amazing. And I love this man. Oh, this is awesome. So the the first story I think I'm going to tell is uh, what he would do. So he was he was making fuck you money, and he would spend it all. This dude probably spent more money overseas at like the bazaar than I made. Right. right? So every week he would he would come into my hooch and he'd swing open the the curtain and I'd be watching. That's the movie. dangerous business right there. Anytime <laughs> yeah. you're walking into somebody else's hooch and you're just going to swing open the curtain, you never know what you're going to get. And that's why I loved him because he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Right, it it didn't like, matter if you were in there baiting. Yeah, he, he would just he, be he like, would know. "Hey, man, finish up. I got something to talk to you about." But you knew when this guy walked into your tent because he would he would walk and the way he would carry himself, you could hear his his gait, his footsteps. He'd swing open that curtain, and he'd stand there, and he would just stare at the side of my head. And I'd I'd wear my headphones. I'd be like watching right. a movie, and I would just pretend like he's not there. Sometimes I'm like, "God damn it." He's going to tell me to go clean a truck or something like that. Yeah. But every week he'd come back from the bazaar and he'd You know there's no the getting out of this. No. Just standing there. Yeah, and just he, like, okay. And it didn't matter if it was I mean, one minute him. or 10 minutes. He would stand there and he would stare and he'd be like, <clears throat> and like grumble and huff and puff. And he'd like adjust his feet and he's a big boy. So you would hear his feet like stomping on the wood. He'd be like, <clears throat> oh. and eventually, partner. And he'd sit there, <clears throat> partner. And you take your headphones off. Yeah, what's up, Cob? What's what's going on, man? You got to come over to my hooch. I bought something. I want to show it to you. <laughs> All right, let's go. So we walk just, over there. Just for clarity, will you tell the audience that might not know what a hooch is? It's like it's your little your area that you stay in. So you okay. go in your tent. It's like your little curtained off walls that you stay in. We will call that location. Our hooch. Yeah. Deployed location where you're staying. Yeah. Okay. So we were in different tents. He was in the NCO tent. We were in the lower enlisted. So I'd, gotcha. I'd walk over to his hooch and he, he'd have something that he bought from the bazaar. Like one time he had these, uh, like there was a, it was like the, the, uh, insects that were encased oh, in glass. God. Right. And he was like, <laughs> see this one right here. It's like a tarantula. He's like, that one's from a grandbaby. All right. Yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, this one right here. Uh, it was from my wife. And this one, he's like super proud of it, and he hold it up. It was, just, it was sweet, dude. It was like this big badass scorpion All right. inside this glass. He'd be like, "That one's for me. I'm oh. keeping that one." <laughs> like those are badass. I'd handle them a little bit. Cool, man. Well, I'm gonna go back to watching my movie now. Right. <laughs> go back to my. Hoot. That's all he wanted. It's all. It's all he wanted. <laughs> it just. It's kind of like a dog that comes up and shows you his toy. That's just like, hey, <laughs> yeah. I got this. But they you were, can't play with it. But they were sweet. It's not for you. Not for you. I want you to know I have it. Yeah. But just so proud. <laughs> so I love this man so much. So this was like a weekly thing, right? And then the next week oh, he'd God. come back and <clears throat> swing up my curtain, stomp his feet a little bit, adjust. <clears throat> partner. Partner. Take the headphones off. What's up, Cob? Come over to my hooch. You gotta show you something. I'm like, all right. And it was always me. It was nobody else. He, and that's he what, liked you. He loved me. Yeah. And I and to this day, like I love this man. Right. right. So I, I go over to his hooch. He's got like jewelry boxes. Yep. This one right here. It's from my grandbaby. I think she'll like it when she gets older. <clears throat> this one right here is from my wife. This one over here is for me. Well, what are you going to use that for? What, 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 are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? What do you, what do you, what do you need this for, COP? I'm going to put something in. I like it. This one's for me. Like, all right, sweet. And they were cool. Like, they're handcrafted and shit like that. And it was cool shit. I'm going to find something to put in it. Yeah. Thank you. So I go back to my hooch. Next week comes by, swings open the curtain, stomping. <clears throat> Partner, hey, uh, come over to my hooch. Got to show you something. Come over. He doesn't have anything laying out. I'm like, what, the, what, what do you got? He's like, don't you see it? 
What? The rugs. <laughs> oh, like, God. oh, he's got rugs laying out. And everybody would buy rugs overseas. Right. You'd take them home, ship them home. He's like, right. Yeah, uh, he's for my feet. <laughs> the rugs are for yeah. your feet? I'm like, well, yeah, that's what rugs right. are for, man. Like, all right. He's like, yep, I'm going to send this one home. Uh, this one costs this much. So I'm going to send this one home. I'm going to keep this one. This one's just for decoration. That's not for feet. This one's for decoration. Not for feet. Not for feet. All right. This one's for the wall. Yeah. But, like, that was his voice and his, his personality and his mannerisms. You know what I mean? And, like, you remember that about him. I got to add this. I'm a little disappointed to hear that you never like took your pants off when you heard him coming. <laughs> you know, like when he's going to whip open a curtain on you. Like, how do you just not have your dick out one time? Just be like, hey, Bec- man. because he wouldn't have given a fuck. He would have just been like, <laughs> put your pants on, come to my hooch. You got to show you something. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have taught him a lesson, you know? No, uh, not at all. I would have absolutely done that just to see what he would have done. <laughs> Whether it's dick in hand and you're like, hey, what's up? <laughs> Because you, do you still call him Sergeant at that point? Oh, or you're yeah. like, because then I want to mess, I want to go farther. I'm like, hey, what's up, Daddy? Oh, oh God. God. Just go and Can just we take make this there. uncomfortable? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't and think you could have. Let's see who blinks first. Oh, yeah. The hard eye contact. Do you get Krusty. soft or does he get hard? <laughs> what happens there? It sounds like a crusty old sergeant is not going to give a fuck. Like, they've seen everything by this point. Yeah. You know, they're just like, whatever, dude. I want your attention for something. Finish up and come follow me. I got to show you this yeah. thing in my hooch. And, and you know they'll have something witty to say. It, you know, if that's happened, he'd be like, you're, so you're not a grower either. <laughs> and, and that's it. So you could just shit on your freaking yeah. cock while you're at, while yeah. he's at it. He was awesome. really witty. He had these, uh, what, what do we call it? We called them COB-isms, right? Okay. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, you Bro. had a good, what did he used to say? So, one time- and I, I can't do the voice like you, but you can even do it after I, I spent, say this. I spent years perfecting it. <laughs> it you yes. can do it much better than I did. But one time in a training scenario, he said, I've been shot at and missed and shit at and hit. <laughs> and and I, see, I can't even say it. I can't even say it right. <laughs> and he would just rattle. He would just rattle these off like it, nothing. Quick. Like, like it's me saying the. I've been it's shot at and good. missed and shit at and hit. <laughs> That's a good. I'm gonna have to borrow that. That is a cob. I, if you're out there, man, that's that's genius. Yes, I've that's stole awesome. that for the past like however long, over a decade. Yes, <laughs> one of the ones he would say it was pouring down rain one time. It was it was raining bad, and he comes in. He goes, "Well, boys, it's raining harder than a cow pissing on a flat rock outside." <laughs> We're like, "What the fuck does that even mean? What what is it? Well, it means it's raining hard." Like, where the fuck are you from, man? Right. Are you? <laughs> Really looking at flat rocks yeah. while cows are pissing off. Oh, God. I love this man. There's just so many oh, funny yeah. stories. He used to tell me, be like, partner, you're about as useless as tits on a boar. Anytime I'd be fucking something up. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. That one I have heard before, but it's still awesome. Yeah. Though. But when he says it, it's just, right. it you're just like, resonates different, it you know? It fits. Yeah. Yeah. I think my favorite uh, that he, he had ever said was, uh, well, he was, son... You're working harder than a cat trying to bury shit on a marble floor. <laughs> that's so visual. It is. Oh think my of, it's God, it's that's fucking amazing. hilarious. And then how do you, you're just like, okay, thanks. Yeah. You're so like, no matter right. how no matter how bad stuff is, when they're coming in and, and saying witty things like this, it's got to cheer you up even Always. just a little bit. You're just like, okay, he's making it kind of worthwhile to whatever's going on. You're yes. Like, All right. I, I looked forward to his little quips i i was never upset when he would swing open my <laughs> my curtain i'd be like all right this is gonna be a good one i fucking love this and because it was he cared you know what i mean he was yeah. the guy that gave a shit about you and you could tell well and that's and, huge. And you're still talking about it this many years later yeah oh yeah yeah and the show actually like had like he reached out to me and like i texted him about the show and then he's been calling me more recently which is awesome see you know that's I mean? uh we always love to hear that because that's exactly what we're hoping for 
is we want to focus on the good times that are had in the military that are funny. And these kinds of things give something that's central that people can, you know, respond to. And it'll remind you of things that you guys did that you maybe haven't thought about in years. And it'll also give you things to discuss, be like, Hey, did you hear this story about these guys? And, you know, it's just, it's just a very good way of, of bringing people together. And, and humor is a great community building tool, in my opinion. I agree. So there was this time that you told me about where he wanted to start going to the gym more often. Can you can you kind of dwell oh, on that a little oh, bit? Oh, yes. shit. So another one of those times where he just barges in, swings open the, the curtain, right? <laughs> uh, partner, partner, I'm going to start working out. I'm going to the gym. And you're like, oh, fuck yeah, man, because yeah. everybody works out on, on deployment. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. So he, he comes in. He's got this box with him, right? And he goes, well, I got here. He pulls out this big old tub of, uh, of protein powder. He's like, got my, got my protein there. Yep, yep. Pulls out some pre work. Got my uh, my pre work out there. All right. Like all right. Got my uh, he like reads. He goes. Got my BCAAs. <laughs> I don't know what to do, but the guy told me to get them, so I did. Because <laughs> he met some dude who was like a personal trainer. Then like he's like, yeah, this, these are the things you need. So he bought like three hundred dollars worth of supplements because he was going to start working yeah. out. Yeah. And he has the build for it. He's a big motherfucker. Right. So like when this dude would start lifting, like you. He has the build to be enormous, right? Right. Right. So we're like, "Fuck yeah, dude! You're gonna you're like you're already a scary looking man, right? You know what I mean? Like he's terrified. Yes, he's gonna be huge. You're gonna get huge. Huge. So <laughs> a week goes by, and I'm like, "Hey, how did uh how did how's the gym going? You know? Yeah. He comes by. He's, yep. <clears throat> did some chest today. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, what what exercises did you do? He starts doing like shrugs. Right, and I'm like, that's not a chest exercise, Cob. He's like, yep, did some of these, uh, did some of those. And so he's wait, like, hold on, hold on, real quick. So he didn't know the names of the exercises, no, no. Or the movements he was doing. No, he would just mime them out or pantomime them right. out for you. But it, and the thing was, is he's so goddamn strong already that you know he's moving fuck you weight. Oh yeah, and he's never lifted weights before. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, <laughs> another week goes by. I'm like, hey, how's the gym going? Nope, I'm quit. <laughs> What? <laughs> just quit after a week? Yeah. I'm like, what, what do you mean you quit? He's like, nope, don't like being sore. I'm like, all right, well, fuck that then. I'm like, what would you do with all your supplements and stuff? He's like, oh, threw them away. I'm like, what the fuck, oh man? Oh, my God, no. There's a hundred dudes here who would have taken all that. Why would you? He's like, nope, didn't want them. Threw them away. Well, yeah. later on, this happened like three times, right? he go out, and the next time, swings curtain, I'm going back to the gym. <laughs> no. Yeah. Pulls out. If got he would have just fucking saved them. Yeah. He would have just yeah. put them. Under his bed or something like that, and just be like, yeah, whatever. He bought a whole new setup, got my pre workout, got my BCAAs, got my protein. Like, all right, man. Man of extremes. So, my favorite part this just reminded me of uh, how he would do his radio checks, right? Yeah. Well, when you get into the truck, you got your little switch and stuff like that, and you do internal radio checks and stuff. And yeah. usually it's the truck commander's job, and that's, that's what he would do. Right. Well, I'd be up there setting the gun up, and the driver would be setting the truck up, and COB setting up the radio and stuff. And it was like after the first time he had went to the gym or something. So he was super sore and he's getting in the truck. He's trying to get all adjusted. He's huffing and puffing. He's like, mm, mm. and you're hearing the grunts in the headset, right? And I'm up there getting my 50. I'm like, what the fuck is going on down? I'm like, looking, hey, what are you, are you good? You good down there? Yep, just a little sore, just a little sore. And he's trying to do his radio check, but he keeps keying up. And he'd be like, he'd key up across the entire net and he'd be like, uh, uh, this is a uh, 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 break. <laughs> he needs to unkey the mic because he's fucking uncomfortable, right? He's trying to get adjusted. And he'd be like, break. And then I hear him grumbling still in the truck because he's fucking uncomfortable. He's sore as shit, right? And he key back up. This is a uh, uh, three, two. Uh, God. 
So he was just getting distracted by his own pain yes. and be like, I don't remember what I was saying. So he like keys up, unkeys, keys up, unkeys, unkeys up. And this is like, it takes, it feels like 10 minutes, right? right. But it was realistically like a 60 second ordeal. And eventually he's like, radio check over. <laughs> well, look, in this guy's defense, you do want to be comfortable before you're going to be talking on the radio or oh, yeah. any of that kind of stuff. For so sure. You got to get situated. And you know, one of the great parts is, you know, everyone from battalion and higher up is listening. Oh, so yeah. They're doing this and they're like, who... Who is this guy? And they don't yeah. necessarily have the information that this guy is sore and uncomfortable. They're like, what the fuck is this guy's deal with the yeah. radio, you yeah. know? <laughs> oh, God. I love this man so much. Just, yes. it, it, I mean, I can't get the smile off my face right. I telling these it. stories just because I'm, I'm reminiscing and I'm remembering it. It's it's awesome. I love it. Hell yeah. Speak, speaking of him and vehicles, I completely forgot about this. But, you know, the, the rollover training that was mandatory that oh, we had to do. Yeah. Okay. So it's in a, Tell simu- us a little bit simulation about that. environment, right? And it's just... It, looks like a like it's on like a like a spit roast right where the truck sits there and then all of a sudden you start you you yell roll over roll over roll over right well him and i are in the back as dismounts of this and then all of a sudden you're upside down (laughs) and you got to unbuckle yourself you're supposed one hand down towards the ground okay and catch yourself you're in all your gear Uh, right so yeah already a big guy I'm not myself. <laughs> Just a little fella. Right? Yeah. I at this at this point I'm probably one eighty. And and you got six one of him or whatever he is and <laughs> another hundred and twenty, thirty pounds, whatever yeah, it is. It's all that gear on. Yeah. Depends and, if he was lifting that week or not. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And all of a sudden you it's like a bear coming down from <laughs> this and it's not graceful whatsoever oh god i can only imagine oh I, I can there only... are sounds that... oh god <laughs> the grumbles even yes. not knowing this man i still am imagining in my mind what sounds he was making like <laughs> 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 Just, <bam! laughs> yeah. oh god that's hilarious oh that's oh. awesome so there was a that reminded me of another time where we were actually on mission and we were in a uh, Max Pro, which is like the big boxy one. And then there's a Mat V that's in right. front of us. That's These the, are all big armored vehicles. Big giant armored vehicles. Right. And the Mat V is an all terrain vehicle. It's MATV, right? MRAP, all terrain vehicle. Okay. Well, the Mat V, you can take these things anywhere. You can deflate the tires and then you can lock in the differential. Like they will go anywhere. It's, it's unbelievable. Right. Well, the Max Pros are a little less nimble. Okay. We called them Combat Cadillacs. All right. <laughs> okay. Well,. He was TC, and uh, we'll, we'll call the uh, the driver Thunderstorm, okay? Okay. And he would always be like, God damn it, Thunderstorm, I thought I told you that you need to do this, right? <laughs> that was his thing. Anytime we did, God damn it, Thunderstorm. <laughs> he was like every single day, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> we see this Matt V go through this real sketchy spot. We're trying to take a shortcut, which never right. works out. And... I'm in the gunner shirt, and I'm like, hey, I, I don't think we're going to make a COB. He's like, mm, we can make it. I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> You're skeptical. Listen here, point. Thunderstorm. He's a realist. He is a realist, yes. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to put your foot down on that gas. <sighs> <laughs> You're not going to let off until we're all the way through. You understand? Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I understand. No, no, you're not listening to me, Thunderstorm. You're going to put your foot on that damn gas pedal, and you're going to give it hell. <laughs> I Okay, I, it, Thunderstorm was really soft-spoken. Right. Yeah, I, I understand. I, I'll, I'll put my foot... I've done four-wheeling stuff. God damn it, Thunderstorm, just put your foot on the gas and go. <laughs> right. Because right. Thunderstorm and I are like, dude, we're not going to make it. Right. We know what's going to happen, right? <laughs> like, fuck me. So... 
<laughs> he stomps your, your the gas. Your dude's a man of extremes. He is. He's a man of extremes, right? So <laughs> he stomps the gas. We, <laughs> we start going. We're bouncing. My feet are coming up off the turret platform. And we didn't have a pinnel pin for the 50 cal. Oh, shit. The 50 cal comes out. Oh, like shit. Like the mountain, everything comes out. And I'm like, fuck me. And then we had to hit another bump. It helped me like bounce it back up and shove it back where it needed to go. Oh. And I'm terrible. I'm like, fuck this. I dip down into the truck and I buckle in. I'm like, I'm not staying up there, right? No. Next thing you know, we hit this four you. foot deep hole of some kind with mud in it, right? And I'm dangling because we're, we're leaning onto the left side of the driver's side. And I'm dangling a little bit and I'm like, holy shit, like this, this went exactly the way we thought it would. Oh, yeah. <laughs> COB sitting in the driver's seat. God damn it. Thunderstormer told you to not let off the gas. <laughs> there was nothing we could have done, right? And now, just to be clear here, you guys are tilted sideways. Yes. So it has nothing to do with the gas. No. He's no. just He was just pissed. He's just very committed to yeah, his it was awesome. stance. So I look over and we got the little little bubble meter that tells you the tilt meter, right? And I, I look up, I'm like, hey uh Thunderstorm, are we are we sinking? He leans forward and he's like, uh, yep, yep. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> Now, so, just to be clear, this is not training. No, this is in, in yeah. Afghanistan. Oh, my God. Yeah. So <laughs> we ended up having, to, I think we hooked up three winch cables in different areas to try to pull this truck up. To, and we snapped a winch cable doing it, right? Oh, it yeah. almost took our interpreter's head off. It was terrifying. Oh, Jesus. Well, we ended up getting it unstuck, and that sticks to me this day. It was just fucking hilarious, just the, the, the every bit of, like, from start to finish, how yeah. that went completely sideways and wrong. <laughs> literally sideways. Literally sideways, <laughs> I was going to say. Oh God, that's awesome! Oh shoot! Oh, yeah. This is okay. You weren't on this mission, I don't think, Sparrow. I think. All right. I don't think you were on this one, but we were going to wherever the hell we were going. It was like a sixteen-hour drive, right? And it's not like you're you're st- you usually stop at like halfway, get fuel, and then and then move forward. All right. Well, we're past that halfway mark, and we're driving, and he's he starts farting and, and whatnot, and we're like, <laughs> "Hey, are, are you good, bro? Bro, are you good?" And it's not like. You can roll the windows down, right? There's a turret, so all that shit comes right up to me. But, like, hey, are you good? I need shit. Like, dude, we got, like, seven hours to go. I can make it. Like, are you sure? Like, we will stop this convoy. Do not shit your pants in here. Yeah, I admire this guy's confidence. Oh, yeah. He was committed, man. He was committed. So we're driving. He's grumbling. He keeps farting. He's like, we need to hurry this convoy up, boys. I don't know if I'm going to make it. And as soon as you pull into the bases, you would uh, go straight to refueling, and uh, <laughs> you'd go refuel and then go at the rally point and meet up and yeah. head counts and all that stuff. Well, as soon as we pull in to the main gate, there's a shitter, like a, a porta potty, right? <laughs> I see where this is going. And he, <laughs> the truck's not even, like, completely stopped. And he's hopping out, and he's he's got his, his belly sticking far forward. You can tell he's clenching his ass cheeks, and he's he's scooting, right? He's going. He's doing, going. like, a little waddle. Yeah, he's getting to that porta john, right? <laughs> He's I in- gotta respect it. Yeah. He didn't want to be that guy on the mission. Right. That ha- everybody had to stop to wait for him to yeah. shit. He was or to him school. shit in like a Kroger bag or something yeah. like that. In there. I will 100% be that guy. If I gotta go, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like yes. I don't care how we have to figure it out. It's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's risky business because if something happens, you know. Yeah. I'd rather get shot in my head <laughs> with an empty than shitter. Shit my pants. <laughs> yes. So he gets in there. He takes his, his time. He's in there for a minute, right? All right. He comes back out. He sits <laughs> down. Of course, are you guys fucking laughing? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd be de- I yeah. would be just dying Thunderstorm laughing. Thunderstorm and I are like, dude, do you think he made it? I don't know, man. <laughs> so he gets back into the truck and he's silent, right? He's silent. I didn't make it, boys. <laughs> 
<laughs> so he shit his pants. So, That's so amazing. We're like, so what? What do you mean you didn't make it? He goes, shit my pants. <laughs> All right. So hang on. Do no, we, no, hang okay. on. So we're like, well, what did you do? Well, I got in there and I had to cut my damn drawers off. <laughs> he cut off his underwear, cleaned himself up. He's like, I'm ready for war, boys. I'm ready for war. <laughs> Oh, he's a real one, man. I At love it. He was wearing underwear. It, yeah. yeah. I mean, I never did. Yeah. <laughs> That's risky. Bob. I don't know anyone that actually did. That's yeah. So w- is it clear when he shit? No. Did he shit in the vehicle and then take it? Or was it like in transit, like right after he got out, his feet hit the ground, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh fuck me!" I, I have to assume that it was in transit because, like, he was his normal self, like up to that point. And when he got out, I'd never seen him walk like this. That is the worst. The worst is when you shit yourself so close to the goal line. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when you're right there, and there's no possible reason, but your body just betrays you. He was working harder than a cat trying to bury shit on a marble floor trying to get there. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but honestly, has anyone shit like way ahead of schedule? Like, like when you know it's bad, right? Yeah. You're like, oh no, I gotta go. I've it's every time that I have shit myself, it's <laughs> Stop. it's always right there. It's How always many times right. Have in, you shit yourself? Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. I'll get to that point. To that point. This is not right? an indictment, <laughs> but yeah, of, Spar- of call sign Sparrow. I'm just a human. Jeez. <sighs> no, actually, I'm a sparrow. Yeah, but <laughs> flutter your happy ass to the toilet next yeah. time. <laughs> So it, anytime it does happen, it's always right before you get to your goal line. It's yeah. I mean, it, it's right there. Within 30 seconds to a minute. That's yeah, like that's how far it is. Classic miscalculation. If you're ever thinking like, nah, I can make it <laughs> and I don't have to go right now or, or something like that. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah. That's that's when that happens. Yeah. It, and to get to your question. It's been a few times, not, not that much, but I mean, but it's been a few times, right? Enough to have stories. Yeah. You know, and then, and then there's some close calls where you, you got to stop off, you know, on your way to work because like, yeah. maybe you drank a little too much. Don't you live night. like yeah. three minutes from your work? It's 15. <laughs> like, like, you know, that's going to itch when it dries. Oh, uh, if you ever get those. Oh, just oh, Jesus. Well, COB, when this launches, I'm going to let you know, because I can't wait to hear what you think of it, man. Nothing oh, yeah. but love. We love you. Yeah. And I th- I couldn't think of any better way to honor the memory of COB. That crusty old bastard. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> By telling some fun stories that you guys remember from serving with this cat. Yeah. And I'm glad they're recorded now, because I can come back and listen to him and remember him. Absolutely. So, hey, guys, thanks for being here. Call sign Sparrow, thanks for being in the studio. Yeah. Call sign Cheeks, always a pleasure to have Hell you yeah. here, man. Thank you. What the fuck is up, Denny's? Hey, thanks for checking out the Camo Comedy Show podcast. If you like what we're doing here and you want to participate in this community, there are many different ways that you can contribute. First and foremost, tell somebody about the show. Word of mouth advertising is very powerful, and we really appreciate you for helping us out. If you have any funny military stories of your own or know somebody who does, with their permission, of course, you can contribute those stories via email at stories at camocomedy.com. That's stories, S-T-O-R-I-E-S, at C-A-M-M-O-C-O-M-E-D-Y dot com. Or if you're not too good at the internet, drop us a voicemail at area code 531-222-6146. That's area code 531-222-6146. That's right. We're giving away our phone number. We want funny military stories from all eras. So if you're not from a generation that's heavily online, we don't want there to be a barrier for participation. We have a lot of big plans for this show and building this community to support veterans. We will announce here soon. So stay tuned. All right. I'm going to go have a nice spicy bullet chili.
Later. 